Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to another episode of r slash I don't work here, lady, where people mistake regular Joe Schmoes as employees because a lot of people really can't tell the difference. They really can't. Guys, I hope you're having a great day today. And you know the drill. You're about to hear some ridiculous stories. So sit back, relax, grab a drink because we're diving in. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button for future stories. Quick preface. I was in a very serious car accident a little over a year ago. This left me with some brain damage and nerve damage. Throughout my days, I have episodes where I get disoriented, forget where I am, what I'm doing, what's going on around me, etc, etc, and it's definitely not fun. I used to do heavy manual labor, but now I'm working at a well-known department store with aprons of a certain citrus variety. So a couple days ago, I was shopping at our store with a friend while wearing a black and orange hoodie, and I'm approached by a middle-aged man carrying a small piece of metal related to light bulbs. Well, at this certain point of our trip, I was starting to have an episode. I felt my body get really hot, I zoned out quite a bit, and I was starting to feel dizzy. It was safe to say that I wasn't there 100%. So the man walks up to me and asks where he can find a replacement for this piece, and I point towards the hardware department, even though I was off-duty, not in uniform, and shopping myself. Now, where I pointed seemed to confuse him, and he muttered something under his breath while giving me a really puzzled look, but he goes anyway. We go to the water fountain so I can get some water, and hang out a bit until I feel well enough to keep going. We continue shopping a few minutes later. I can see the man clearly upset talking to another employee. I hear him complaining about a stupid, useless employee, blah blah blah, and I'm thinking, oh no, it's about to go down. Now, I can see him scanning the store, for the stupid guy who sent him to the hardware department, until he realizes that I'm standing right by him. The guy locks eyes with me, marches over to me, and this conversation goes as follows. He says, Hey, you, why did you send me to some random aisle in the store? What kind of joke are you playing? I said to him, I'm sorry, sir. I was confused by what you showed me. He says, Does this look like it belongs in the hardware aisle? Now why the hell would you send me to the hardware aisle? I needed to go to lights. Are you dumb or something? Is this one of those programs? Now, at this point, customers are starting to notice the commotion, and I said, I'm sorry, man, I'm not even working right now, I'm just trying to enjoy my day off. I didn't mean to send you to the wrong place. Now, another employee walks up and tries to defuse the situation, as he sees me and a fuming customer getting heated. So my coworker says to the guy, what seems to be the problem? The guy says, thank God, I hope you're not stupid too. Do you think you can show me where I can find this? And he gestures to a small piece in his hand. I then tell him, Sir, I understand that you can't know this, but I am a bit slow at times. I have fairly severe brain damage from a car accident, and also, as I've said before, it's my day off. Gesturing at my co-worker's apron. Now, when I say the guy turned white as a ghost, I kid you not, the guy was as white as a ghost. His mouth was agape. It was glorious. So after this, everything dies down a bit, and I bask in my small win. Now, I know this isn't as eventful as most stories, but it's a story I wanted to share. One last note, sympathy is never something I seek. I'm very high-functioning and work with someone who truly has a rough condition, so I don't take advantage of it. But I couldn't stand this man talking to anybody like this. 
Guys, I'll never understand why customers feel the need to berate employees and call them dumb or stupid. Like, it's much easier to get the help you need just by being nice and a decent human being. And I love how that man was shut down by OP and how OP made him be the dumb person who couldn't distinguish between an employee who has an orange apron and a customer wearing an orange sweater. How, like, how the heck are you doing that? Now, the next story is absolutely outrageous, guys. Not only does a Karen berate OP, she gets physical. Due to being in a wheelchair and living in an area where people don't pay attention, I'm pretty much forced to wear this high-visibility yellow-green safety vest. So where I run into my constant issue is at my local supermarket. It's owned by Kroger, but locally we know it as Fred Meyer. Their cart wranglers all wear near-identical safety vests to mine. Only, theirs have a black trim added to the vest, along with Fred Meyer plastered on the left breast and the back. That and the employees actually have name tags on. So let's get to what I look like. Now, I look like a biker by comparison, with my beard, heavy tattoos, all black clothes, and I top it off with a pride 49ers hat. I mean, the hat alone should have been a clear sign that I don't work there, but nope. So this event happened on Friday. I headed out to perform what I call the double whammy, picking up my prescriptions from the pharmacy inside the store, and doing a bit of food shopping. I waved at my regular employees and managers, as I'm in there so much and so often that I'm a pretty recognizable face. So on this particular day, I had wheeled my chair into the soup aisle. There were so many delicious options that I couldn't decide on what to get. Now, I don't think I was in the aisle more than five minutes when I hear the throat clearing, ahem, emanate from behind me. Now, I ignore it because I have no idea if it's meant for me or what. It then happens again, and I continue to ignore it. So that's when this lady grabs the handles on my wheelchair and literally spins me around. Now, it took every ounce of effort not to turn around and swing at her because I had no idea who she was or what her intentions were. But obviously, she had no qualms over grabbing someone's wheelchair and maneuvering them against their will. Before I could say a single word, Karen in the situation starts to shout. She says, Hey, when a customer's trying to get your attention, you don't ignore them. I've been trying to get your attention for minutes now, and I don't like your attitude. So I take a deep breath and do my best to unclench my hands from the armrest of my wheelchair. I told her, ma'am, I'm sorry if I've offended you, but I must inform you that I... Now, I was then cut off, and she says, listen, I don't want to hear excuses, okay? Just because you're in a damn wheelchair doesn't mean you can get away with being an inconsiderate employee. The world does not revolve around you, and there's people in the world far more in need than you. I am two seconds from wheeling you to the customer service desk and reporting you to management. Now, I waited a couple of beats, waiting to see if her rant was going to continue, but it didn't. She then gave me a look like I was supposed to explain myself. So I take another deep breath, and I said, Ma'am, firstly, it's illegal and socially irresponsible and outright tactless to manhandle a person's wheelchair without their consent. That counts as assault, and I don't appreciate it. Tell me, what incentive do I have to assist you at this point? I don't work here. Look me over. I don't have a name tag on. I'm in black jeans and a t-shirt with a gay pride 49ers hat on that clearly isn't a uniform. I'm just wearing a safety vest for my safety. Now, Karen looked like she was about to blow her skull cap with the force of Mount St. Helens. I honestly don't remember what she said next. It was something about the typical, how dare you, stacked with her rant, saying disabled people always think they can get away with anything because they're crippled. And this was the point where she lived up to her threat. So she steps around me, grabs the handles, and began to push me. I was so bewildered that I froze because I never in a thousand years would have thought that she would actually do this. 
Now, I could have pulled the brake handles on my chair, but that would mean I would have to take my hand off the merchandise basket in my lap, which would cause it to slip out once we stopped abruptly. Top that off with the fact that Karen would smack into my back and the back of my head, and I didn't want that. Two of the regular checkout attendants at the self-checkout area noticed me being pushed against my will towards customer service. I catch one I'm more familiar with, Owen, immediately get on his radio. Now, before I could do anything more, we are at the desk. Karen starts screaming for a manager. A shift manager, Amanda, who I'm familiar with, turns to Karen. Now, Amanda is quite tall and loaded down with Marvel Comics tattoos, and we're very familiar with one another. Karen launches into a full-blown tirade, accusing me of this, that, and everything from incompetence to an all-out disregard for customer service. At this, Amanda just blinks and says, Um, he doesn't work here. Karen says, What do you mean he doesn't work here? He's wearing a safety vest, and your employees wear the same ones. So at this, Amanda responds with, Well, I'm sorry to say this, but ours say Fred Meyer on them. We also issue name tags for all employees, and OP is a customer. He's here at least four times a week. Now, I could hear the hamster wheels turning in Karen's head, and she says, So he doesn't work here? Let me speak to the store manager just in case. At this, Amanda sighs, picks up her phone, and began to call the store manager. However, that call didn't finish, as the head of Fred Meyer security, let's call him Clark, comes striding over looking quite pissed. Now, Clark is a mountain of a man. He stands 6 foot 5, 250 pounds, and he's built like a lumberjack. He says, Ma'am, what are you doing to OP? You really just grabbed a disabled person's wheelchair and moved them without their consent? You do not do that. Not at my store. You need to come with me right now. Now, if looks could kill, I would be dead twice over at Karen's you little bastard glare. Karen was escorted off to the back, sputtering like old Edsel. Amanda asked if I was alright, and I told her that I'm just gonna go home. They all asked if I was okay, and I said that I wasn't, really. Amanda gave me a card and told me that when I was ready, that I could use that number to have my groceries delivered for my trouble, and she'd waive the fee for delivery. I thanked her and said that'd be best for now. Owen wheeled me to my car, helped me get my wheelchair in my trunk, and I just drove home. Guys, listen, that post was absolutely crazy. I can't believe that this woman had the audacity to actually put her hands on someone's wheelchair and wheel them around like that. I feel like that is so disrespectful, and I'm honestly baffled at that. But fear not, my friends, because OP does come back with an update, and it reads... So I attended the meeting with the manager, Clark the security guard lead, my lawyer, and my local sheriff. As of this moment, the matter is now out of my hands. The sheriff's department is moving ahead with an arrest, and my lawyer is working on a prosecution. I won't disclose the details of the civil part of the case until the matter is considered closed. A little bit of backstory. I live in a very rich neighborhood. My parents own a very successful business and basically gave me their house when they moved overseas. I was a summer kid freshly out of college with zero idea what I wanted to do with my life. I decided to work for a house painting company one summer while I got my metaphorical ducks in a row. The next summer, I was out of the painting business and working as an EMT, which meant sometimes that I would have a full day off or two days. I noticed my house was in need of some paint touch-ups, so I decided to do them myself. I had brushes, paints, nothing to do, and some beer, so I went at it one Tuesday afternoon. So I'm working on the frame of the front door, dressed in coveralls and a t-shirt, and I sit down to let the primer dry and to have a beer. I'm happily perched on the front step taking a sip of a nice cold beer when I notice a woman, Karen, walking by and suddenly stopping and staring at me from the sidewalk. Now, she had a dog next to her, so I just wave and say, Hey, cute dog! And I guess my words broke the floodgates. She unleashed upon me a verbal assault in which I understood about 30%. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Karen says, "Hey, are you drinking on the job?" Now me, realizing that she thinks I'm a painter who's been hired to paint the house, say, "Oh, um, yeah, I'm allowed. I'm actually like the She interrupts and says, "No. When is it ever allowed to drink on the job? You can't just sit there and waste the hard-earned money of the person who owns the place." Now, while I'm pondering this, she's still spewing frothing condescension at me, saying, "Uneducated, lazy, free-loading immigrant drunks like you is what's wrong with this country." Now, this did upset me as I was born and raised in the good old US of A, specifically in this house. Perhaps I look like some sort of insidious immigrant from far away, so I stand up and make my way down to her, but not before cracking open another beer. She's positively quivering with anger. Her dog is pulling at the leash to say hi to me, so I bend down to say hello back, and she says, "Well, what do you have to say for yourself?" Now, at this point, she doesn't seem to be backing down, and the following conversation ensues. I said, "Hello, ma'am. What seems to be the problem?" She scoffs and says, You, you're sitting there wasting the homeowner's money. You're getting paid to be a lazy drunk. I said to her, "Oh, I'm being paid? That seems odd. I didn't feel the need to pay myself for this, but I suppose it could be fun to give it a try." Now with this, her gears start turning and she says, "Pay yourself. Don't make me laugh. Some deadbeat immigrant like you couldn't afford this house. You need an education for a real job." Now I'm wondering what her education fixation's all about, but not caring all that much. I just want to entertain her conversation enough to get her really mad, and maybe her head will explode. So I tell her, "Well, I didn't buy this house. My mother did, but she left it to me when she moved overseas after I graduated from college." Now at this, Karen smirks and says, "Oh, did you go to local community college? Only someone working as a painter would go there." I tell her actually I went to an Ivy League school and as I've said I'm the owner of this house. Did you attend any school at all? As I can see how you might not be able to understand that. Her eyes widen bigger than I thought possible as I was putting up a good fight. She's probably not used to it. This culminates in her rearing her ugly head back as she screeches, "Watch who you're talking to. I can buy your whole damn family." I'm thinking, okay, wow, go ahead, lady. So I tell her it's been fun, but I'm going to continue working and turn to walk back up the lawn. She then grabs the back of my shirt and attempts to pull me backwards. That doesn't work. So I spin around and smack her hand off of me. At this, Karen flops like a Premier League soccer player, flinging herself all over my lawn, howling like she's been shot. Her yodeling has brought out some neighbors out of their homes, including my cool next door ones. They come over and I give them the story. and ask them to call police. All the while Karen is still screaming that she's going to sue me. I return to painting and my cool neighbors have probably started making some popcorn. A little while later, I hear the cops arrive and Karen is still singing her opera. 
She starts screaming at the cops a story of a belligerently drunk squatter who chased her with a baseball bat and broke her arm in multiple places. Her talents point to me, so I come down and tell the cops the whole story. They crack up. Apparently they've dealt with this woman before and tell her to go back to her home before they cuff her for trespassing and disorderly conduct. I hear through my neighbors that she's currently going through a divorce proceeding, and that's making her go crazy. I never did see the lady again, thank goodness. So OP is way nicer than a lot of people for sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there would have just said get the heck off my damn property. But hey, OP entertaining that crazy lady led to a pretty awesome story that he can tell for the rest of his life. I also hate the fact that she said there's no way OP could have lived there because he was an immigrant. Really Karen? Really? I'm surprised the bucket of paint wasn't launched at her for that stupid comment. Now this happened a couple of months ago. Backstory. So I'm a youth worker and a part of my job involves taking clients to a bowling alley. I do this a few times a week, sometimes more than once a day and usually at odd times like 9am. So the place is basically my second office and we do have a good relationship with the proprietors. During the quiet hours, they only have two staff working, one at the front desk cafe and one behind the scenes. This means that often there's a bit of standing around waiting when the front of the house staff is in a different area. Myself and the other weekday regulars are used to it. This actually works well for me, because a part of what I'm doing is teaching my clients social skills and coping strategies, so having to occupy yourself and be patient and polite is a good teaching moment. My client and I have finished bowling, and we're sitting at the cafe eating and talking quietly, when a man approaches the unattended cafe and immediately starts huffing and pacing restlessly. Now, I side-eye him, but keep talking to the kid. A minute later, he comes and looms over our table and says, Excuse me, in an aggressive tone. Now, I've got my calm, neutral face on, but inside, I've started gibbering because, one, I hate confrontation, two, this guy is actually massive, and three, the kids I work with are the zero-to-kick-your-teeth-in kind. They often get very protective of the workers in a sweet but kind of messed up way. So if this guy tries to start something, there's a good chance there's going to be red and blue flashing lights in my immediate future. I inquired politely, saying, yes... Keeping one eye on the kid, one hand on my phone, and a vapid smile on my face. The man then says, How about you do your damn job? He leaned down over the table, and his breath was as unpleasant as the rest of him. Now, I was surprised, because sitting at a bowling alley eating curly fries with a 15-year-old at 10am on a Tuesday was my job, and I was doing it very well, thank you very much. I was also alarmed, because said 15-year-old has become very still and very tense, which is not good. I move back in my seats and resume the vapid smiling and say, Oh, sorry, I don't work here. Sometimes you have to wait a minute for someone to see you and come over, but otherwise, maybe try the front desk? The guy then says, Well, you're dressed like you work here. He then leans over more and jabbed me in the chest. The staff at the bowling alley all wear black trousers and violently orange polo shirts that match the violently orange walls. I was wearing baggy hippie pants, my purple manic pixie dream tarantula tee, and a sparkly sequined backpack, and a lanyard with the word staff printed on it. I held up the company ID card at the end of the lanyard, which identified me as an employee of the nonprofit I work for. I told them, no, sorry, I work for this company. We're customers here. Now, if you don't mind, you're being very rude. Now, I smiled my best, everything is fine smile to the kid, who's eyeing the cutlery bucket. The guy ignores me and says, I want three beers and some goddamn wings. Now, at this, he actually smacked the table with his hand. And I look over to the main area. And, oh goody, he has friends. 
Now, I leaned back as far as I could. The wall was behind me, tables either side, and he was blocking my exit. The kid I was watching then stood up, which was bad. The staff member spots us and starts rushing over, which is good. We had time for a few rounds of, I want to speak to the manager, followed by, I don't work here though, please let me out, before the actual manager of the bowling alley reached us. He pulled the guy away so I could get up, but the dude wants to speak to my manager and won't let up. The manager says, I'm the manager here. The dude says, you're her manager? Manager responds with, no, she doesn't work here. And the dude points to me and says, I want to speak to your manager, now. Now at this point, I figured, why not? And hand him one of our company business cards and says, ask for so-and-so. He then turned to dial the number and I grabbed the kid and whispered, now watch him make a dick of himself. The kid laughs and relaxes a bit, and the three of us stand in a row and watch this guy call my actual manager and complain that I wouldn't serve him beer and chicken wings. My manager actually took the complaint and told me that she was internally laughing the whole time when I talked to her. Meanwhile, the dude is banned. The bowling alley gave the kid a huge pile of free arcade tokens and apology, and I was able to get him to give me back the knife he stole before I dropped him home. Wins all around. Guys, that was a close call. I was a little worried for the biker guy. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here lady. Guys, if you enjoyed the stories today, do hit that like button. And if you missed the last episode on this channel, OP's ex basically uses her for money and tries to ghost her and leaves her stranded while on vacation. It's such a ridiculous story with such a satisfying ending, so check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.